0: Good morning, St Paul's. Um, Welcome to church this morning. I'm currently not here because I'm in Walla Walla with the LCA New South Wales District Synod. And this year, um, its theme is Walking Together in Mission. As a synod, what we're talking about is we walk together as congregations, but we also walk together as churches. So our sermon today is based on that theme, Walking Together in Mission. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the wonderful blessing of being a community of faith. We thank you that you are the head of the church and that you have given us Jesus as our guide and our light. Lord, help us to be a community that not only just relates to you, but also relates to each other and to our wider community. As we ponder on this concept of walking together and what it means to be your church, bless us this morning. Open our hearts and minds to your way of life and help us to see what you're calling us to do and who you're calling us to be. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. From 1 John chapter 1, verses 6 to 7, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Walking together is something that you see throughout all the New Testament. You see Jesus walking with disciples, you see Jesus walking with crowds, and you see later on disciples walking together and walking with others as the new church grows and develops. And it's important to have this in mind, that as the church, we don't just have a relationship with God by ourselves, but we have a relationship with God with each other. as we begin thinking about what it means to walk together in mission, there's a couple of questions I encourage you to think about. Is Who has been part of your Christian journey? Who has been significant in your Christian journey? You might want to jot those names down and thank God for them. You may want to even contact them and say, thank you for helping me know Jesus and know the love that God has for me. And also think about, Who are you currently on a Christian journey with? Who are you currently on a Christian journey with? If you're here this morning, I would say that you're on a Christian journey with each other. And if you look around the church, you can see other people you're on a Christian journey with. Maybe that journey could be better than it has been by you spending some time with others. But the reality is that as we connect with God... God places in us in relationship with each other. And likewise, as a church of the Lutheran Church of Australia in New South Wales, we're not just a stand-alone congregation, we're also a congregation with others, here to help and encourage and support each other, but also to be helped and encouraged and supported by others. So these two questions for you to think about is, who has been part of your Christian journey so far? And who are you currently on a Christian journey with? the moment. You see, the Christian walk is not meant to be a lonely walk. It's not just a walk by ourselves. Also, sometimes it can feel like that, particularly if we work in workplaces where there's very few other Christians or our friendship circles don't don't have many Christians. But the Christian walk is a walk that we walk with Jesus and it's a walk that we walk with others. And that's important to keep in mind. Some Christians have this view that if they just have a relationship with God, that would be okay. But as you dive into the New Testament, you see that we're meant to be in relationship with other believers, other Christians, hearing, supporting and encouraging each other on a journey together. And that's what the church is. 1 Corinthians talks about the church and relates the church to being the body of Christ. And each one of us is a part of it. And so this walk together in mission is one we don't do alone. We often talk about um, sharing the faith. And sometimes we can individualise that. Oh, Who have I shared the faith with? But a better way to think about it is, who am I sharing the faith with and who else do I need help with in sharing the faith with? Remember these words. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. And that's in 1 John chapter 1, verses 6 to 7. But if you're like any other group, you'll know that there are challenges in walking together. Not everybody wants to walk at your pace. Some want to go faster, some want to go slower. Not everybody's the same as you or sees things the same as you. If you look at the history of Christianity, you see the church itself is littered with difficulties and differences. We see power struggles, and this was not uncommon from the very start. Jesus had his disciples who had a small power struggle between them, James and John, the son of Zebedee. They went to Jesus one day and really wanted to be elevated amongst the other disciples. We see there's conflict in the church, And we know that there was conflict from the very start because Paul addressed the church in Corinth regarding some of its conflict. Within the church, people fall in and out of love with others. Sometimes people admire a pastor and then all of a sudden they despise them for whatever reason. They admire someone in the congregation but then have problems with them. And sometimes when we're walking together... We mistake fellow lights. Remember, God has called us to be lights in the world, as we talked about a few weeks ago. But we mistake the smaller lights, the fellow lights of fellow Christians, as the light, Jesus, that being Jesus. And so we do have challenges when walking together, and we should admit that and be aware of that. But these challenges shouldn't be obstacle to us or an excuse to us to stop walking together. You see, our solution, as our text highlights, our solution to our challenges is Jesus. Remember, we are on His mission. We walk together not on our own mission, not on our own personal mission, not on our own mission as just St. Paul's, but we walk together in Jesus' mission. Jesus is the one who is the focus of the mission, and His reasons behind the mission. Practically, that means if we're going to walk together, and Jesus is the focus, that we meet together regularly with others for Bible study, for prayer, for worship and for fellowship. That we meet together and we talk things over and we explore what God might be saying to us or is saying to us. We come together and pray about who is God calling us to be and what is God calling us to do. We listen and speak. We join in discussions about church life and our future. And also as a community walking together, we go out of our way to help others, but we also be open to receiving help from others. Sometimes that's material help, sometimes that's emotional help. So practically, there's a real practical element of walking together. And I like to imagine us as a huge crowd walking together. We're not all going to be the same. We're not all going to have um, the same roles. We're not even all going to have the same ideas. But what we are going to do is have the same focus, a focus on Jesus' mission of saving the world through love and forgiveness. And so most of us, have had many years of walking with Jesus and with others. And I'd like you to think about for a moment, what are some of the significant stories of Jesus for you? What are some of the stories that are stuck in your mind that you can recall about Jesus? And maybe Jesus and his disciples, or Jesus and the crowds, or Jesus and other people. And what do they tell you about Jesus and his mission? What do they tell you about Jesus and his mission that he's invited you to be part of? I invite you to take a few moments just to think about what are the significant stories and how are they shaping how you understand his mission that he has given you? You see, as we walk with Jesus and with others, Jesus is shaping and directing the mission. Many of us could probably tell God what he should be doing, but we're not right. Our understanding of our mission as a church doesn't come from our own ideas, but it comes from who Jesus is, why he was sent to earth, and how he goes about life. And that's why it's important to continually spend time in the Word, listening to the stories of Jesus, listening to how Jesus interacts with people, how he sees things and how he goes about saving the world. The second thing is Jesus helps us in our relationships with each other. Throughout the New Testament in particular, there is some guidance on how we should relate, what we should do. For instance, if we have a dispute with each other, instead of making a big scene of it or telling everybody, Jesus encourages us to go and speak with each other quietly and try to resolve the matter on a one to one. The reality is, God has called us to be in a healthy relationships with each other and with Him. And as we walk with Jesus and others, Jesus does what is needed so anyone who messes up can have forgiveness. And this is probably one of the most important messages us as a church need to carry out in the world, to need to distribute out in the world. Maybe each of us should have 20 flyers every day handing out that God loves you and God forgives you to people. To try to get the message across to people that Jesus didn't come into this world as John 3, 16 and 17 says, To condemn the world, but he came to save the world. And we see in other parts of the New Testament that this salvation is through his forgiveness, grace, love, and mercy, as we discussed last week. And that's what walking together in a mission is about. It's about sharing that mission throughout all of Sydney. You see, the mission of Jesus is saving the world through forgiveness, that's his focus. He came to save. And that, therefore, should be our focus, the way we go about life as a church, is to be interacting with people, to help them grow in a relationship with Jesus so they constantly know that they are forgiven and are able to help others discover this truth from God. Our mission, therefore, is simply connecting people to Jesus so they receive the blessings of forgiveness. None of us, can die on the cross and rise again to give someone else forgiveness. But what we can all do is point people to Jesus, help people to connect to Jesus, help people get to know Jesus, the one who has died on the cross and who has risen again so that they can be forgiven. And as a church, that becomes our mission. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. My encouragement to you as individuals and as a whole congregation is to continue to walk with each other, continue to encourage each other, and to continue to have God's mission, our high priority or the number one priority in your life, And church not being about what you want, but about being how you can connect others to the life-giving God. May you go with that peace and with that love. Amen.